0: It's like room service, baby. It's like death, te- death taxes, and Randy McKay going two and one. Another two and one week, a combo week. One man's trash is another man's treasure, huh? Yeah. You were really um not uh not entertained by the Sunday night Buffalo Giants game. We were. What an easy win on the Giants in the undercover. A little double double dose uh, right there, and so, Randy, good job. And, uh, you know, the, you're also peeking ahead to some of those uh, teams headed into a bye. They were 4-2 against the spread also, those six teams. We had uh, two teams in a bye this week, so 15 games, 13-2 and two to the under. The under trend continues to be dominant. When you can flip the betting public to start betting unders, Yeah, it's a strong trend. That's what's happening right now uh, in the NFL. We've got an early win this week on Thursday night. It is the Saints in Jacksonville. Talking about unders, 15 of their last 16 going back to last year. I I lose count now. Is it 13 in a row? All of the Saints games uh, have gone under this year. And it's got a lot to do with their offensive line issues. They have really had a rough go. First first, uh, round draft pick. Uh, Trevor Penning at uh, left tackle. They benched him. They tried to move him. They had to put him back in again. First play in against Houston. He gives up. He gets a tripping penalty. I mean, it is—it's been a mess on the offensive line. So a lot of people want to beat up Derek Carr. He's part of the equate He's part of the formula. But still, so we go in here a Thursday night, and also no Trevor Lawrence. It appears C.J. Beathard is going to play here. Saints offensive line against this defensive front of Jacksonville. Ooh, the line is three and thirty-nine. You're looking at that total again, uh, Randy.
1: Yeah, and, and of course we uh, hit on these a lot last year. These uh, sleeper unders on Thursday night. You know these teams coming off this uh, short rest. We get we get some factors here, and you mentioned some probably no Lawrence, C.J. Bethard, You know one of these check. You know he's played quite a. He's probably about an eight-year vet. I think he's played. He's done done very well in preseason bets for me over the past. He hasn't played much in the regular season, but uh, he's you know he he knows what he's doing back there. But he's he's not going to take sacks. They're going to try to control the ball on the Jacksonville side against that strong Saints defensive line. You know, I see kind of a little bit of a mismatch there as well. I did take the Saints minus one as well, but I'm not going to give that out on this show. But the 39 still looks like it's in play, even though that's gone down a little bit. So I do like that. You know, you know, Carr, very much a check down quarterback, as we know, you know, doesn't have that time. Saints are the Jags defensive line with Josh Allen and company. Walker, pretty strong there as well. I see this game played in between the 20s. You know, if you got the field goal kickers in your fantasy, you might want to put them in your lineups. They'll be pretty good as well, you know. So uh, that's what I'm seeing in this game, getting some value here still, I think, with the 39, even though it's gone down. I hit on that earlier. And uh, I see the Saints off a short week having a pretty good performance. Dennis Allen knows how to coach defense. You know, not so good on the sidelines as far as strategy goes. We've seen that with Taysom Hill in the past. We'll maybe see Taysom Hill be a factor in this game as well. So uh, we'll see what happens there. You guys got a better read on that than me. But uh, I definitely see in this game not getting to the 20s and being under 39 and another good sleeper under.
0: Well, another layer to the uh, perplexity on the off uh, on the sideline for the New Orleans Saints in uh, game management is a rookie kicker missed two bad field goals uh, in the Houston game as well. So now you don't have a lot of confidence uh, in the uh, place kicking game uh, as well. So uh, under Randy, with all the tr- with the massive trend and everybody jumping on these unders, you think it's going to stay at thirty nine? It might go down from here where it is right now at Bed Rivers, huh?
1: Yeah, I think this game will go down. I would I would look maybe on some of the other games on Sunday, maybe trending, you know, maybe there'll be a little regression this week. Maybe there'll be some overs. You know, maybe they gotten a little too low. But, of course, a lot of those unders last week were weather-related, so I wouldn't go... All dead unders on that, you know, because there's a lot of weather in in play there. There'll probably be a lot of weather this week, too. You know, I, I still got to look at those uh, forecasts. You don't know that till, you know, Saturday or even day of game before you should uh, go after those. The wind is the key factor, of course. Uh, anytime it's over uh, 10 miles an hour, it seems like it factors those games, factors the kickers, and factors everything else for the under.
0: Yards uh, yards, and points down uh, in the NFL, uh, as low as it's been in almost 20 years uh, for both of them. Get extra value this football season with Bet River Squares. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. Brought to you by our friends over at Bet River's. Well, Rams in Pittsburgh. No, it's not Super Bowl. It's not Terry Bradshaw and Vince Varagamo, but uh, it's the Rams. And Matt Stafford against uh, against Kenny Pickett in the Steelers. Rams three-point favorites here at home against the Steelers. You know they're going to be a lot of terrible towels, though, uh, in that stadium. Uh, so kind of maybe a neutral site here. Mike Tomlin's been pretty good in this one. He has stolen a couple of victories against the Browns and against the Ravens. Uh, they're catching three uh, in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, you brought back good memory of that Super Bowl. That was a fun one back in the day, I remember, as a kid. And, uh, of course, I went to the Rams playoff game against uh, that year, and it was Fran Tarkenton's last game when they knocked him out in the Coliseum. That was uh, a big memory for me. And that was my first ever Vikings game, and, of course, as a huge Fran Tarkington fan and the best quarterback of all time in my opinion he had all the records till Marino broke them. so uh, if you want to argue with me you can but but getting back to this game we got uh, you know Tomlin coming off of Beisman pretty strong getting any kind of points here I think is pretty good with the Pittsburgh Steelers team whose offense needed this buy. Their defense didn't need a buy, but their offense definitely needed a buy, needs to get organized, needs to get going a little bit because they've been putting a lot of stress on their defense. They've been getting defensive and special teams wins. We've seen that against the Ravens and a couple other games where they, you know, ugly wins. I don't know if this game will be ugly or not, but they do have a a big advantage here, I think, with their defensive line against a weaker Rams. You know, I look at offensive line rankings. I still have that Rams offensive line down there. If you want to check the uh, Eagles game, when they uh, struggled against that D-line, similar defensive line, and the 49ers, you know, of course, very superior offense or defensive line there. Pittsburgh comes in with their strong defense with Watt, company, you know, going to... Cr- Cause some havoc with the Rams team is a little banged up in that offensive line as well. So uh, will Stafford have time enough to get it to Cup and Nakua and their good weapons there, which uh, came through in Survivor for me last week. So uh, keep advancing. Still got a shot at nine million there. So I'm pretty happy with that. And uh, but uh, yeah, I just see and then the on the other side the ball can you know, Pittsburgh finally gets some offense going because the Rams are a little vulnerable in their secondary. You know, if you can block Donald and company up front there, you can have some success against their weaker secondary in the back end, you know, maybe Pickett can have a good game. Pickett still pretty decent, not turning the ball over, you know, still all right with him as far as backing him as a quarterback compared to some of these other young guys like Mac Jones and, uh, who else am I trying to think of here? There's a couple of them I don't... You can Ritter. stop with
0: Matt Jones. I've seen enough of him, but yeah. So. <laughs>
1: Ritter, yeah, cost me big time with that safety. Jeez, uh, I don't even, I shouldn't even have brought that up. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, that was a killer. But uh, definitely look at the Pittsburgh side here. Any value with the uh, plus three or the money line?
0: All right, uh, Pittsburgh plus the three right now available at Bet uh, Rovers. Final game was trying to get keep another ten, two and one uh week gone again. Another Super Bowl, uh former Super Bowl rematch. All right, Green Bay minus one and a half at Denver. Randy gonna lay 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 points in a row with Green Bay, huh? Is that what uh, okay. Well, uh, tell us why. All
1: right. I um this is our big in another Super Bowl game. I this one was a loser for me back in the day with uh I backed Brett Favre and company there and uh so that didn't go so well, but uh, most Super Bowls have been pretty good for me over the years. But uh, that this was one that definitely wasn't Terrell Davis and ripped my heart out of me. So uh, that was a good game as well. Came right down the end, but uh, we got a big scheduling spot here, and I pointed this out in the uh, in the previews we did. This is the right. best scheduling spot I've seen of the whole season. I got plus four here with Green Bay on bets earlier in the season. I got that for a lot of money, so I got some nice value there. I still like this game at minus one, and here's why. And here's a scheduling spot, too. Green Bay comes off a bye with a young team, needed bye with their offense struggling. Defense is okay. And uh, you got Denver. You know, they played a Thursday night game against Kansas City. Now they got to play Green Bay. Green Bay. Now they got to play Kansas City the next week. That's called a sandwich spot and a very bad one when you got your rival in between two games. You know, how much are they going to be full effort here? Of course, their record indicates that they got to be full effort the rest of the season. But is this team a seller? You know, they get down seven points right away to Green Bay, have a bad start. You know, we've seen it on the sidelines, struggling with this team, you know. Jerry Judy rumors, you know, probably a couple other guys maybe rumored to be out of here in Denver. We'll see, but uh, I like the spot here. Green Bay, like I said, off a bye. Young team needed a bye. You know, didn't look good in their last outing against the Raiders. Raider team that beat Denver, you know, in that first week. Everybody beats Denver. Uh, Also, is Russ Wilson, after watching him on Thursday night football, is he washed really? I mean, yes. can he really do yes. anything? I mean, yes. can this is this guy going to bring back Russ? You know, can he cook still? I I just don't see him cooking anymore. I mean, it, the chef has uh, gone out of the kitchen there, in my opinion. His his weapons aren't that great. His offensive line is o- is okay, but they're better run blockers and pass blockers. But when you have like 80, 90 yards against a Chiefs team, when you needed to come back. I mean, and look at uh, all his rest of his outings this year. You know, this he's a dead fade against, in my opinion. And you spotted that right away at the beginning of the year. You said this won't yep. be a good outing for uh, this uh, Denver team, and I, I still see value here at minus one.
0: Yeah, I, I was very strong. One of the few uh, totals that I, I voiced a, a strong opinion on was the Denver under. And, I mean, think about it. The one the, the one when they have, Chicago, where Fields just gifts them that scoop and score. I mean, they're down 28-7. They shouldn't have a win uh, to this point. So, uh, no, he said – and the other thing is that, um, you know, yes, in a lot of ways, quarterbacks, NFL quarterbacks are celebrities, but they also have to coexist with a locker room. And that locker room dynamic, and you cannot – to, you know, to handle some things like a celebrity, like we've been privy to some of the stories, eh, it's not the best way to do it when you've got that locker room uh, to deal with. And he's just, no, he's not, I, I don't see a rebound coming at any point. And uh, Peyton and him was never a stylistic good match anyway. And I talked about that uh, in the preseason as well. All right, so sandwiched in there between those two Kansas City games, and also you always look for a little effort going into that bye week. Denver will have that bye week after those playing the Chiefs in a matter of three weeks and sandwiched on in there, little bitty old green Bay, We're going to try and get them home. Five straight weeks, two and one. No pressure, Randy. So I'm Just saying. Three zero this week. Let's <laughs> let I don't want to get greedy, but yes, three and zero would be just fine. Uh, that's right. Five straight, to two and one weeks for our buddy Randy McKay. For Randy McKay, I'm Jimmy Otto on the Sports Bidders Paradise. His bets, bets each and every week, right here on the Bet Rivers Network.